you are listening to The Dudes, bringing you wall-to-wall coverage of all Mississippi State athletics. Featuring Reflector Sports Editor Tanner Marlar and WMSV Sports Director Cody Blazak. Welcome back to another episode of The Dudes here at the top of your 6 o'clock hour. Credence Clearwater Revival. Some CCR for you this evening. Fortunate son leading us off. Tanner Marler alongside Cody Blazak. And Cody, it was a fun weekend to be a Bulldog. You know, Mississippi State takes the home series on Super Bulldog weekend, a very wet Super Bulldog weekend, against the Auburn Tigers 2-1. to one. And you, you kind of expected this, Cody. You kind of called it. It was about time, more or less. I mean, just time and time again, disappointment, it feels like. And finally, to get a series against a ranked team at home, especially on Super Bowl Dog Weekend, it was, it was a good feeling. Um, I feel like we have some high expectations coming forward now. I mean, I don't want to say you have that weekend rotation, but you probably had your best pitching weekend of the season so far you know brandon smith brandon smith is is not your traditional you know go out and get 10 strikeouts on a friday night guy brandon smith is is an old school pitcher essentially you don't see a lot of guys like him anymore he pitches to contact gets ground balls gets easy outs lets his defense play behind him a lot that worked on Friday. I was, I myself was very iffy about the strategy when you're facing a team that's hitting the ball like Auburn, but it worked. You know, Auburn rolled enough to the infield that, you know, they made it work. Obviously, not exactly a barn burner on Thursday night with Brandon Smith starting Mississippi State taking the win seven to six with a walk off walk. Yes, you heard me correctly, a walk off walk. What a way to win! What a way! What a way to win! What a way to win. Mississippi State scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth to stun. Maybe not stun, but ease out the win against the Auburn Tigers. And Cody and I had said beforehand that, hey, if you can win Thursday night, if you can find a way to ever win the first game of a series, this team's got a shot because we think – that they're at their strongest right now on Sundays. Yeah, and somehow we lose the Sunday game. Well, either way, either way. Maybe we're just bad at our jobs, Cody. Maybe that's Well, it. I mean, you, you look at it, though. It's like it's not that we played terrible on Sunday. Our pitching did – well, our, our starter did very, very well through six innings. Didn't give up a single run. And, I mean, just – it's kind of how the game goes. I mean, he, he did what he needed to do. He did his job. Six innings of work, no runs. You you can't ask for more. No. I mean, now Brandon Smith five innings pitched, six hits, uh, two runs, both earned on him in the Thursday night game. But you can't ask for much more. Only four strikeouts, but at the same time, you know. Or my bad, I was reading guy above him. 
Uh, yeah, Brandon Smith, five innings, two runs, zero strikeouts, actually. But you can't ask for much more out of your starter. No, I mean, a win is a win, and I'll take it. I just I wish on Saturday, which would have been the Sunday game, I just wish that when you get your starter to go six innings with no runs, you win that game. You should win that game. We should have swept Auburn. I mean, it's as simple as that. Um, it, it's funny. We, we, we talk about our pitching and relief pitching and the bullpen and everything. If, if you have Casey Hunt, Stone Simmons, and Landon Sims healthy all season long, we, I did some check-in earlier today. We most likely – would be 29-8 and eight and maybe the number two team in the nation. It's amazing how just two, well, three players, Casey Hunt coming back, but it's amazing how players like that can impact your season the way it has. And, you know, winning this series is a step in the right direction. We're going to face Jackson State tonight and then this weekend and then midweek next week and Ole Miss, four games of Ole Miss. I I think if we can take three of those, I I think we're in a very good step forward. I agree. I agree. Ole Miss obviously, you know, started the season off really hot, as always, but has, and Cody, you said it right, has just plummeted, has just absolutely plummeted. Maybe Mississippi Worst. State has – I mean, Mississippi State hasn't plummeted like that. Granted, I think Mississippi State currently is only one game ahead of Ole Miss in the in the SEC West, but it's just been a catastrophic decline for the Rebels. You know, there were a lot of hopes hanging on, their t- hanging on that team coming into the season, and at, even at the start of the season. And now, to be where they're at, I, I don't envy them, that's for sure. Well, I mean, it's just – it's the way of sports, man. I mean – you just got to you got to go out and play the way you can, and sometimes it's not enough to get the job done. But I, I think we needed a series that would put us off in a good direction. And by the Lord, do I hope this was the one? And then you, SEC schedule left is Ole Miss, A and M, Missouri, Florida, and Tennessee. I don't believe it's in that order, but I mean. You look at a team like Ole Miss and your rival that you need to get three out of four games. You might be able to sweep Florida at home. Uh, if you can get two wins on the road at A&M and Missouri, two run wins per series, you're in a good look. And, I mean, I, te- you got Tennessee at home, the number one team in the nation, and it'll probably stay that way all season long. W- you might be able to pull out two wins from that just because it's the end of the season. And I don't think you're going to see – Tennessee's best performance so that'll help you and everything I mean if they can get hot at the right time I think that's all that matters I agree I agree like I said you know I I personally had doubt had a lot of doubts coming into this past weekend but after seeing the fight out of this team this past weekend I really think that if they get hot at the right time which seems to always be the case in college baseball they can make something work they've got the talent too and honestly Cody looking at it right here they may have the numbers too as well. Brad Cumbus right now is hitting 321 on the season so far. And now we're neck deep in SEC play. Cameron James right behind him at uh, 311. The next highest 
And the way he started the season, I would have never imagined this. R.J. Yeager, hitting 299, basically another 300 hitter, has came on in these past few few series and has been electric. No, we're we're going to continue to need it throughout the rest of the season. I mean, you got, including tonight, you have 20 games left on the season. Five weekends of baseball left until the SEC tournament. It's crunch time. It is. It's crunch time at this point. I mean, you got to go in and do what you got to do. It, it, I don't think it's. I, I don't think there's a simpler way to put it. You got to go out, play your game, pick up some wins. Uh, realistically, I think you can finish this season off going 15 and five. I mean, it's it's very doable. It's possible. It's entirely possible. You just got so many big hills to climb here at the end of the season that still worry me. And when I say worry, I mean scare me. That Tennessee team looks scary, man. Yeah, we're we're going to get them end of the regular season. They're going to be on some injuries. They're going to be tired. I mean, but they're so deep. I'm not sure it I'm not sure it completely matters. Yeah, I mean T- Tennessee by they're just all means ridiculous. Is, yeah, they're they're they are the best team in the at nation. this moment. Them, I, I think them and Arkansas are by far and away the favorites. I don't think that's for the SEC or for the nation. Possibly both. I I don't know. I mean, Tennessee wouldn't shock me at all if they won everything. Arkansas's got to get one at some point. You have to. You have to think. As with the sustained levels levels of success that that team has had, it's it's the same thing people said about Mississippi State, you know, before they won it last year. You know, they've been so many times; they keep going. At some point, they're going to break through and win one, and it's the same way with Arkansas. But to get back to Tennessee, they look absolutely ridiculous, and to get back to this Mississippi State team after this weekend, four different players with more than ten home runs, Cody. We knew the long ball obviously was going to be the identity of this team. They've hit 65 so far on the year. I mean, an an unparamount amount when it comes to Mississippi State baseball in general. More more so than I think we've ever seen in Startville, but it's it it hasn't came without its prices. Brad Cummins currently sitting at 32 strikeouts, Cameron James also sitting at 32. But I want to highlight somebody that is knocking the cover off the ball while also not striking out. Luke Hancock has only struck out 13 times this season. The man is a Jedi. An absolute Jedi. He's hit six home runs. He's batting currently 281. He started every game. He's had 139 at-bats. I mean... What more do you want out of the guy? More home runs, more hits. More home runs. <laughs> more less home runs. hit, less uh uh what am I looking for? Oh, less strikeouts. A hit less on strikeouts. every at bat. Less strikeouts. That's that, that's that's going to be tough to ask uh, considering it, the next on the team out of the guys that have consistently played this season is Lane Forsythe with 20. Keep in mind, Lane Forsyth has played in seven fewer games and has seven more strikeouts than Luke Hancock. <laughs> An absolute wizard, man. An absolute wizard. 
But now to kind of get into game two, obviously, Mississippi State kind of ran away with this one for a while. There in the eighth inning, uh, Auburn kind of mounted some form of comeback, scoring four runs there in the top side of the eighth. Mississippi State able to get out of that inning and take that victory 9-5 to five on Friday. I keep – the day thing is still messing with me, with it being a Thursday, Friday, Saturday game. It's still messing with me, but I think I've got it worked out. On Friday, obviously, Preston Johnson taking the bump, put in a solid outing. Put in a solid outing. You know, you can't ask for a whole lot more, only four hits, but did give up four runs, three of which were earned, two walks, but 12 strikeouts from Preston Johnson that day on on Friday. On a game that I think finished at what, Cody, like 11-15, 11-20? No, it was definitely like 11-30. I mean, my – It was past my bedtime. Yeah, was it was past my bedtime, man. I mean, to to be able to wait that long, I would get nervous personally. I'd get freaky nervous. I will say this. Out of our three combined pitchers this weekend, our starting pitchers at least, and us, I think combined it was only six runs between the three of them, I'll take it because we need it. I mean, it does look like by all means things are starting to look a little bit better yeah and i mean cade smith cade smith did cade smith things on sunday you can't really put that loss on him cade smith came in six innings pitched four hits no runs pitched six innings of scoreless ball what more can you ask out of a guy i mean uh, jackson fristo comes in and allows two hits and three runs uh walks one and only strikes out one but then pico closes it out but take a decent outing from jackson fristo and you don't have to worry about that Whoa! how many we haven't had a decent outing from him all year it seems since arkansas you really haven't which uh, which amazes me because the kid was great for most of the season as a freshman last year for one game this year he's been great well last year he was great for most of the season yeah for most of the season yeah as a freshman and now he's got a year of experience and I don't know what the deal is. We're going to need him. It's got to be mental. We we need him quickly. It's 100% mental. 100%. Obviously a low-scoring affair on Saturday instead of Sunday. I keep wanting to say, you know, Sunday. Obviously a low-scoring affair. Mississippi State lost that one 3-2, setting the final at 2-1 games. Bulldogs. Cody, what, what – what do you think that this weekend could potentially mean for this team? Because I think it's I think it's potentially huge. I think they're starting to play their ball. And I mean, you know, the the weekend, and we talked about this. The weekend wasn't consisted of bomb after bomb after bomb. It was that little dink and dunk baseball. You had your two runs, I'll say on Sunday, were home runs. You had, what, two home runs from games one and two? Let's see. No, no. you had two home runs alone in game two. How many did you have in game one? Game one, you had one, two. 
you had another two. Okay. Well, all right, maybe not, but it, it felt like they were hitting the ball more. They got on base more. Put it that way, then. Yeah, yeah. I think they. I think they're starting to show a much more patient approach at the plate, which I think is completely necessary out of this team. Like we said last week, I think they're 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 learning to take pitches more. They're learning that not every hit has got to be a home run, although that they they're still hitting quite a lot of them. I mean, like I said, you know, four players with more than ten at this point. They're they're still knocking the cover off the ball. That's what I'm saying. But they're taking what's given to them a lot more than they did earlier on in the season when when they were losing those games to the two lanes, to the uh, to the long beaches and places like that. Now, granted, not bad losses in my opinion. I think Tulane and Long Beach are two very very solid baseball teams. But I think they're weird losses looking back on it. But I think they swung at a lot of pitches. That they that would have been balls otherwise. I think he swung at a lot of balls, and obviously, in baseball, it's less than ideal. Yeah, <laughs> that, baseball's yeah. A, baseball's a simple game when you really break it down. You know, I mean, you were asking me before the season, what is baseball? Baseball is quite simple. Baseball is relatively simple when you break it and maybe uh, i think it's that simplistic beauty of it that we all love and cherish but god does it stress us out sometimes god does it stress us out sometimes well moving forward i do think expectations are going to get a little higher i I agree i agree expectations have been high all season they need to stay high this this team has the talent they just got to put it together taking on jackson state tonight I don't. I don't have much to say about this game. Jackson State. I mean, I mean, I will say this. We also said the exact same thing about UAB, and we saw how that went. <laughs> that was a nail biter. That was a nail biter in ten innings. Hopefully, they can stay out of extras tonight and get a get a much needed little easier tune up game before heading to Oxford to take on the Rebels. And I I really think that you know. You got you. You're playing in Oxford for three games, and then you have the Governor's Cup. Cody, do you really care about the Governor's Cup at this point? Or are you trying to get the series in Oxford? Why not try and get all four games? Well, yeah, but you're gonna. I mean, it's gonna be. I I don't care which games you win. I think you just need to take three of them. I mean, Ole Miss is going to see quite literally your entire bullpen over these over the span of these four I, games. I, I think you need to get at least three wins out of this, and I, I really think four is manageable. I do as well. Um, but I mean, with I a with a Mississippi State and Ole Miss rivalry, let's be honest here. I hate Ole Miss as much as the next guy, but. You can never tell. You can never tell how these games are going to go. No, I mean, it's it's the fun in rivalries, though. I, I think... I, I think you have to win at least three of these four games. I, I happen to agree. I don't, I, think, I, don't care, I don't think you can split them. I don't care if you sweep Ole Miss this weekend or if you win two this weekend and win the Governor's Cup. I, I, I really don't care. I just I think you need to get at least three. If you can get all four, by all means, do it, because the way the season's going, you need every inch you can get. As of April sixth, Mississippi State was the last team in regionals. 
we talk about like the last four in, they were the they last, were the last team, team in. in. Obviously, big series win with Auburn is going to jump them up. We but hope. You, you, well, heck, I don't know what the heck's wrong with the committee if it doesn't. Top 25 team. Well, if it's the same committee that picks softball rankings, uh, uh, I expect them to probably drop after this week. Well, but we'll get into thing, that here in a little the bit. The one good thing Mississippi State has going for them is the committee really loves Mississippi State baseball because that's they love the dude. And if they can get a regional here, they're going to do it. You know it. And I mean, every yeah. Mississippi State fan knows it. If I mean, it, all, it also helps here, that John Cohen is to. on the board. I well, mean, all I'm saying is. If if we make a run here late in the season, I I yeah. would not be surprised if you saw a regional coming to the dude. I wouldn't either. But they have to make that run. And Cody, it, it it's not going to be an easy one. After right. these four games against Ole Miss, you get three against Missouri, uh, in Columbia, then you bring Florida to town, which I think you can sweep. Florida, Missouri, Florida. I I potentially think you could at home. I think you. I think there's a possibility of Missouri too. I don't think it's a high one, but I think you should at least take two out of three. Well, their colors are yellow and black, so yeah, expect don't. us to get swept in that one. <laughs> um, but uh, for those of you that don't know about that, do your homework. Florida coming to town May sixth, seventh, and eighth. That's going to be finals week. I don't. I don't really expect the dude to be incredibly packed that that series. With that being finals week, and a lot of students just not going to be there. I do. This. This university loves baseball. Yes, but they lo- they love getting out of school more. You're still getting out of school. You may not pass your class, but you are getting out of school. <laughs> well, maybe maybe they'll prove me wrong. I don't I don't think it's going to be a, wa- a barren wasteland by any means. I mean, it's a night game. It's two night games at Duty Noble Field. So, with the uh, one being broadcast on ESPNU, by the way. So I think there will be a good turnout, but I don't think it'd be what what we're used to for a. Highly touted SEC series. Then you go to A&M, UNA in a midweek, and then to cap off the season, that dreaded Tennessee matchup. You know what? Speaking of the dude, and I I don't go to a whole lot of baseball games. I watch a lot of them on TV, but the dude is usually packed, and it has not been like that. And I don't... I'm not trying to bash our fan base, but just because we were doing bad, that does not mean not go to games. Because our basketball fans do this, and it drives me insane. Do not just come for the big games. We lose small games. We lose games like we almost did to UAB because we do not have fans. I can agree with that. And I I probably sound like a hypocrite saying that I don't go to games. I don't have time to go to games. That's why I don't go to games. I was going to say, you and I, I, if I'm not at the game working, I'm not there. I can promise you. There, there is a reason I, I go to the games on the weekend that I can. Most of those games, I work. So, like, I'm there in spirit. Exactly. It's e- just – Exactly. It's something that I've noticed over the past couple of weeks. I'm like, where, where is everybody? But just because we're having a rough season, still go to the games. We have one of the – coolest ballparks in the nation and it's probably the craziest ballpark in the nation when it's packed i agree i agree oh now to kind of shift gears here with about mm, give or take 10 minutes left in the show the queens of the diamond headed over to the other side in news park softball this past weekend traveling down interstate 82 to go play the alabama crimson tide and montana fouts cody 
The softball team impressed me this weekend. The softball team has been good all season long. I, don't, I just but, don't think they're getting the credit they deserve. Well, they really impressed me this weekend by going to a packed-out Tuscaloosa, which Tuscaloosa shows out for softball games. I mean, Montana Fouts is there. I don't blame them. Thursday, losing two – they lost all three. Granted, not the results you want, but Thursday, a 2-1 to loss. And in that game, it was a walk-off. Alabama walked it off in the bottom of the seventh. Um, Mississippi State, three hits against Montana Fouts. The Arguably, and I think still, the best pitcher in the nation. I can't complain about that. Losing 2-1 to one to the number three team in the country. I don't think anybody will be too mad about that. And then the next game, uh, next day losing 6-7. to seven. On Saturday, not your best outing. I think, really, think they really kind of poured what they had into the first two games. Saturday losing nothing to four, laying a goose egg that day before uh, returning home to play ULM. Today, actually, in Startville. Game will be going on while this airs. So, tune in, see what the softball team's up to. If those losses tell you anything, they lost three games by six combined runs. Correct. To the number three team in the nation, that's number not Number three team in the nation. I really think this team has the talent, and I think they have the competitiveness. To, I don't know if they have the longevity, though. Well, I, I don't think they have the longevity in the bullpen. I don't think that I don't think they have the longevity in the bullpen, but I think this team could make some noise in a regional. I, I personally, I wouldn't want to see them in the back end of my regional. No, yeah, I don't. I I agree. I mean, this is one of the better looking softball teams we've had in the past couple of years. Not the best conference record, seven and eight in conference. One win away from 500. Well, heck, we say that about our baseball team. That's true. Twenty six and nine in conference play. Yeah. Yeah, 26-17 and 17 overall. This team just doesn't play as well on the road, Cody. 4-9 in away games. 4-9. It's not ideal. Less than ideal. Less than ideal. 21-6 and six at home, though. Granted, a lot of those home games came early in the season in some tournament play against the likes of, uh, you know, Alabama State, Southern Illinois, Central Arkansas, places like that. Not saying that those aren't nice wins. I'm sure – that Alabama State, Central Arkansas, Southern Illinois, I'm sure all of them have some amazing, fine, top-notch softball programs, but not games you want to be losing if you're uh, Mississippi State, especially at News Park. But either way, while Cody yawns, should have got some sleep last night, Cody. Daggummit. It's been a long day. It has been a long day. Coming up for softball, obviously, like we said, ULM, they'll have that game while you're listening to this. So, like I said, go tune into that. And then tomorrow, April 20th, they'll be traveling to UT Martin all the way up in Lexington, Tennessee, for another midweek contest before welcoming. It is a neutral site game. It's a makeup from February 23rd. Mississippi State will be the home team. I think it's at Henderson Park. I can't remember Something like exactly. That. that will be a neutral site game, though, that State – is the home team for yeah something like that i'm sure there'll be plenty of you know state fans in attendance believe it or not there's actually a good bit of mississippi state fans up that way so who knows who knows uh before like like cody said playing ut martin in a neutral site game before welcoming the auburn tigers 
to News Park this weekend. I think they really need this SEC series. I think it's one they need to put under their belt. I think I would love for State to beat Auburn. Hey, just keep the trend going. Again. Yeah, just keep the trend going. Isn't that amazing, though? We come back down like 100 points in football, and then we walk it off with a walk against Auburn in the same year. Whoa. We can't really talk about the basketball game. And we almost did it then, you too. Did it. You almost did it. You almost did it. But you didn't, you know. They didn't. It would have kept the, the season hopes alive, the slim season hopes. But, no, as we said, Mississippi State welcoming the Auburn Tigers in softball this weekend. It appears that they're one week late to the party. They would have done it last week. They could have just all rode the same bus. I've always wondered that. Why don't teams like softball and baseball play the same university on the same weekend? Because there's two different people that make the schedules and that would just be asking too much. That would just be asking too much. It's Auburn we're talking about here. It's Auburn. You're also talking about our schedule makers. Well, you know, I've always wondered, like, I would love, I mean love, to be a fly on the wall in the room of the people that make these schedules because there are some things on there that I'm just like, what? Well, like like for baseball, it's one of those sports you could do. Same weekend. Like with basketball, you couldn't because they usually no. use the same arena. But yeah. like with baseball, you got two different parks. Like, why not? Why not? Make it a, you know, make every weekend a Super Bulldog weekend. That was that was good. Food for thought. Food for thought. Food for thought thought from the dudes today. Some other notable things here before we let you go. I think Mississippi State basketball, the men's team, currently has a whopping four. Four scholarship players left on the roster after basically everybody that you know has a pulse is transferring out of that program now with Chris Jans coming in as a new head coach. I think we're up to seven announced transfers. Um, in terms of the transfer class that Mississippi State got last year that was so highly touted that was going to put us over the top, Garrison Brooks is out of eligibility. Rocket Watts is gone. DJ Jeffries is gone. And Shaquille Moore is now gone. Iverson's gone, too. Iverson more than likely gone. Yeah. I mean, it's not a great day to be a Bulldog basketball fan. A really not a great day was yesterday, if you're a Mississippi State women's basketball fan. Maya Taylor, long-tenured point guard for the Bulldogs, announcing her destination for this next season. Entered the transfer portal a few weeks ago. Traveling a little bit further north for this next year to the other school in Mississippi. Not Southern. Not Southern. That would, that would you know, entail going south. No. Maya Taylor is going to be suiting up for the Ole Miss Rebels this next season. Coach Yo over there snagging one from the freshly hired Mississippi State women's basketball coach Sam Purcell. Purcell, meanwhile, has been hard at work building his own roster. He's, built, he's got a few transfers he's brought in. He's been hitting the road hard and recruiting. Uh, really going to have to hammer the portal, I think, to build this team back up. Made a big acquisition in keeping Anastasia Hayes, though. That is huge for this team. And not to mention, next season, if everything goes to plan, he will have Jessica Carter back on the floor to pair with Anastasia Hayes. So could be quite a formidable one-two punch there 
in terms of the women's team. Other than that, Cody, got anything? Uh, our spring game got canceled. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to talk about it because, you know, it didn't happen. But obviously the tradition for Super Bulldog weekend, as most MSU fans know, is you got the spring football game. You get to see how the teams look, and then you, you mosey on over, watch some baseball, watch some softball, maybe a spring volleyball match in there somewhere. Well, instead you had – Rain. The spring game canceled and <laughs> a baseball game pushed back four hours. Yeah, rain, 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 and more rain. It was God's punishment is what that was for putting Super Bulldog weekend and Easter weekend on the same dates. It was That was God. That's who that was. They've angered. They've angered him. So no telling what, what's in store next. And there's, al- there's also no telling what's in store f- from us next as we're – Almost out of time, but I do know for a fact that we will be back with you come Thursday. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. It's been awesome joining you on this fabulous Tuesday afternoon or evening when you're listening to this. This has been Tanner Marler, Cody Blazak. We are the Dudes, and we will see you guys Thursday. The proceeding was a WMSV production.